Oh my goodness, it's episode two. We made it, we're here. Welcome back everyone to the Just Tape Record. Oh my god, I did it. I knew that was going to happen. Because it flows I so fucking nice. fucking knew it was going to happen. To the Training and Training with Matt Financial Health Podcast. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. <laughs> oh my goodness. What is going on everyone? Welcome back. It is, what a day is it today? November 14th, Monday, November 14th. We didn't record this weekend, so we're recording during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. By the way, these uh, lollipops you gave me taste like complete shit. You don't like them? No. They are, come on, low sugar, that's why. What the fuck's the point of having a lollipop? It's not sugar. Like a little sweet tooth hit. I don't know. This doesn't taste that good. Have you tried the other ones? Okay, I'll take them back. No, leave them here. I will try the other ones. No, no, no. Which one's that? This Mm. is the same one you have. Oh, blue raspberry? No, it's pretty good. I think it's not that bad. You're supposed to be saying good things so we can get a sponsorship from Smart Sweets, but uh, anywho. Um, <laughs> we're two episodes in. None of them have been posted yet. Hopefully in the next week or so. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't give me attitude. I still have to record another two episodes for the other things. What did you do all I didn't, weekend? I, didn't do, I'm, uh, I was planning them this weekend. So this <laughs> week, because I'm working days this week, I'm going to do it this week. Yeah. So yeah. We'll working have, to, we'll have three. Then we can go to the gym. Three episodes. Is the first drop of each of each uh, thing, so um, yeah, bear with us if you hear us munching on on things. Christopher's eating his lollipop. I, I don't want to finish mine now. Okay, give me the thing. You're <laughs> gonna eat it? That's disgusting. Hold on, let me just finish this real quick. Oh yeah, ASMR. That's the ASMR, right? <laughs> yeah, in the mic crunch. Okay, hold on. Why is it just moving? What the hell? Too much ruffle going on here. Give me a second. Where am I going to put this? Now I got candy stuck in my teeth. Oh my goodness. This is the... Why did I I open this? Is my question to the world. Now I got candy stuck in my teeth. It's the worst feeling ever. Let me retight my mic here. Oh my goodness! So, Christopher, like we always start off, how was your um, your week? My week. Yeah, it was I, good. Was it pick candy for my my teeth? Honestly, if it, it fucking flies, I don't know about you, but November, September, October was kind of slow for me, but mm. November, like seriously, it's just flying. Cause like next week's Thanksgiving in the states, and then boom, December. And then fucking Christmas. What do you have? One week left in November? Or two. Two, I think. Yeah, two. Fuck. Time flies. Time before flies. Before you know it. New Year, new me. Oh yeah. Gonna get those posts ready to go. New Year, new me. And then do the exact same thing I did and last the, year. And then when the gym's fucking slammed for a week, and that's it. Yep. But yeah. So you asked before what I had for dinner. Yeah. And I said, we're going to wait until the podcast until we talk about this. Yeah, please share. (laughs) 
It's nothing special. Because I'm fucking. I just wanted out. some. I want you know, like save it for the podcast. We we usually do this like a catch up thing where we talk to each other for a little bit, and then we get into the topic. Well, like, yeah. It's nice. And then we catch up on trading and shit. Yeah, like, like that. that's come on. I know. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. I will. I will say this. Very slowly back into it. Yes. Last week, the first episode of this one we did, I felt like shit. Number one, I didn't feel good. Number two, I felt like the podcast episode sucked. Why is that? I don't know. Because we, we like, dude, we haven't. We didn't record a podcast for eight months. <laughs> okay, so what do you think was gonna happen? Yeah, We're gonna little, hit the little, ground running immediately and be like, hey, hello. That's not gonna happen. Like this week is better. I feel a little bit more. You know. We're gonna change it up a little bit, you know. We're gonna. This is how we're gonna do things from now on for this, for this, for this, for these episodes. We're gonna ask a question. What's the question? Well, we're gonna ask technically three separate questions, but it's one question. But we're gonna get to them in a sec. So, um, what did I have for dinner today? Uh, chicken cutlets and tomato cucumber salad. Typical, typical wop. Typical wop. Yeah. You know. No panini though, nothing like that. I have that for my lunch tomorrow. I'm bringing wraps, and uh, I have a question for you, and a question for a bunch of other wops out there. Um, oh, I thought you were gonna say, "What did I have for dinner?" Well, okay, what did you have for dinner? Well, to be honest, I've ordered good food for the first time Thank last you. week, and I had the box arrive at my door today, so Ooh. I had two meal kits. Is that why you asked me for for tin yes, foil before I, had I went to the no gym? tin foil? <laughs> what the fuck? to roast the tortillas on? But whatever. We made what do you do. mean you roast the tortillas on a tinfoil? You heat them up. Anyways, we had shrimp squash tacos. Scrimp. Squ- scrimp. <laughs> scrimp. <laughs> Woohoo! And then the other meal kit is some other quick broccoli tortellini. So we'll see how that goes. I am thinking I'm having that tomorrow or Wednesday. Oh, wow. But yeah, the shrimp squash tacos were amazing. And I have them for my lunch tomorrow shrimp also. Shrimp squash tacos. That's a weird concoction. It it sounds weird, but it's really good. And the squash is good because it's roasted. Well, like dude, in the oven. any root vegetable Very like finely cut, too. Oh, so they're like chips. Is that what you're um, no, they're more like very small cubes. Oh, okay, so like they roast properly. Cause like, yeah, and then they actually get crunchy because they're small enough. Yeah, because I, whenever I, whenever I do sweet potatoes, which is basically like squash, the same fucking family. Oh, of, I hate sweet potatoes at home, in a restaurant all day. Yeah, because they're fucking deep fried. But I'm talking about when you bake. But see, the problem the problem is when you when you when you when they make them in the in the restaurants, they're thin, so they get crunchy and and they're gooey on the inside. And they're deep fried. <laughs> and they're deep fried. Okay, obviously, I mean, anything deep fried is fucking good. Okay, but. When you make them at home, you don't fucking spend the time to fucking sit there and uh, julienne them or whatever the fuck that yeah. weird thing and make them into sticks. You fucking cut them into chunks, put them in a fucking thing and slap them in the oven. No, I, or I buy the McCain Super Fries and throw them in the air fryer. <laughs> just a sweet potato version. See, sweet, I, just, I recently sweet potatoes in the air fryer. They turned out better than I did in the oven. Oh, amazing. They're 100%. You better. have an air fryer, no? Yeah, and we're getting another one too because our toaster oven is uh, on its last legs. So my oh yeah, that was just last week when you were asking about wattage. Yes, because it, it said eighteen. It said eighteen hundred watts. Okay, so it's going on a counter plug. Yes, correct. Yeah, but the wattage is the output, not the what it needs. I, I looked that up afterwards because I feel like an idiot afterwards when I no. Yeah, what do you mean no? You're not an idiot. You're just asking. Well, no, like, I because like my mother's like, oh yeah, it's eighteen hundred watts. I was like, fuck, eighteen hundred watts. I'm like, I don't think a standard plug can withstand that. Well, a standard counter plug can because each plug has its own circuit, right? But like, if you're using a plug in your thing, yeah, you might trip it. 
That's what I was saying because, like, I know sometimes or now, or even like a blow dryer plugged into there. Because I know sometimes now, like our microwave will, and if the toaster oven and a microwave, because they're on the same, pl- they're not on the same plug anymore. When they were, if you use one and then you use the other, the fucking thing trips. Yeah, it trips all the time. So I moved it because it now- draws a lot. Yeah, now everything's designated on its own, and they're all arc faults, just in case something happens. No, no, no. See, now they are. Not 20 years ago when this house was built. Yes, exactly. So this house was built with fucking sticks and, and fucking spit. Well, it was built to cold from when it was before. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. But I, and so yeah, she's like, oh yeah, I want to, maybe we should get one. And she's like looking at them and she's like, oh, this one's nice. It's a fucking, dude, it's a, it's a toaster oven. It's a food dehydrator. It's a fucking, um, what else? Fuck, food dehydrator, toaster. What else was it? There's like two other fucking, fu- oh, air fryer and something else. I was like, you might as well get rid of the microwave at this fucking point. You just yeah, use I that. You can do that. Because I, I hate using the microwave for anything. Like, I'll only like heat up if I have to heat up milk. No, uh, popcorn. No, we do popcorn on the stove. We, we have the kernels and we do them on the stove with co- with coconut. Um, I'm sure it tastes better, but it takes too long for me. See me fucking. It takes the same amount of time as putting a bag in the microwave. Well, I see. I crack open the fucking plastic, open the bag, press popcorn. Three minutes later, I'm already fucking down. Okay. It. So <laughs> hold on a second. So five minutes later, if you do it on the yeah. stove, it's healthier because you do it in coconut oil. And if you do it in coconut oil, it tastes like movie theater popcorn. Fuck. I will say that. Or we can just order it from Cineplex. Hold, hold on wait, no, wait. no no I'm kidding I'm kidding I have buddies who've done that that's absolutely nuts wait 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 but you can or you can Uber Uber eat Cineplex popcorn yeah like I went over to the house we had dinner whatever or ordered dinner and then like they don't stop there they'll go to fucking order Cineplex and then they'll order fucking dessert hold on a second say that again you'll go to their house for dinner yeah we'll hang out whatever go back to their house yeah shit like that hang around oh let's grab something to eat after dinner, oh, let's grab some popcorn. Oh, let's grab some dessert. Popcorn. Where the fuck you get popcorn? Oh, yeah, we'll just Uber Eats it from Cineplex. What a fucking waste of money. So you get a large bag of popcorn for like 30 bucks delivered to your house. <laughs> Wait, oh, hold on a second yeah. here. Wait, a large uh, bag of popcorn all said and is done 30 with, bucks. With delivery and tip, yeah, call it 30 bucks. But you could have just driven there and spent 30 bucks on a movie and popcorn. How like are see this is the problem with the world. It's this, our fucking this, generation. This is what this is one of the questions. This is the question. What is money? People don't understand money, and then they fucking blow it like this. Because it's convenient. That's one of the People things. People want quick convenience. Holy fuck! Just make it yourself, you lazy schmuck. Oh my! And I the fact that I know these people too. Oh, Do I know some of these people? Oh yeah. Oh my goodness! Come on. What are you doing? Just. Order it, the, make it the normal way, or even just go to get Orbital Redenbacher or whatever the fuck it is, or oh, whatever. Anywho. Oh, no, it's too much work. So, is this like a, a food delivery? Like, not, not, not the food delivery, the, uh, what was it called? Good Eats? Oh, Good Food. Good Food. There's Good Food, there's HelloFresh. Is this a thing where you're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to order this from this? It, was this like a one-time thing? Like, because you got a coupon? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I don't know. We'll see. Because I frown. I, I don't like those things. Why not? Because I know there's a big push to get people on that because then you're only using what you buy. And like that's kind of a good thing because it's sustainability. But then you're at the the privy of corporations. Yeah, that's true. That's the problem. That's the that's the thing I see. Instead of just going and buying bulk food and fucking It is kind yourself. of expensive too because it's like two meal kits. 
serves what a f- each serves a family of four. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had quite a bit. I have some for lunch. It was like eighty bucks for two meal kits. Fuck. Seems like a lot, but you're feeding like three, four people. Yeah, Plus but maybe you, a little more, dude. You know what you can feed with fucking eighty bucks. You, because you know you you guys buy your food normally. Yeah, but still, everything's cut, everything's measured. But see that? Don't you see the problem with that? The convenience of it is is okay. It's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, but that, I see that's what you're paying for. That's all I'm trying to. Yeah, you're paying more money for the convenience. That's all you're paying for. Okay, but then you're also like, that's all the food you have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you could like, let's say you okay, let's say you buy. Two meal kits it per day. It depends the way you look at it because we're looking at it as a meal kit. And then like stuff that we make on our own, say like steaks or veals or chicken cutlets. Yeah. We don't look at it as like, oh, this meal costs 40 bucks. Cause we then, just buy it. Because it won't. It won't. But we don't even look at the price. Because like, let's, for example, my we had uh, chicken cutlets tonight. Let's see. It probably cost 20 bucks because the chicken's expensive. Oh yeah, because it was one part. cucumber. A cucumber's fucking like eighty nine cents. Oh, it, I, think, I won't be caught dead eating that. No way. What cucumber? No thanks. What the? <laughs> I don't understand why no you don't like cucumbers. Way. It's fucking basically water. No, cucumbers are fucking amazing. And then it's tomatoes, and that was it. We also had arancini from the lo- the night before, homemade arancini. Nice. Which, if people don't know what that is, a rice ball. If you're not Italian or like European, because I don't know if like European. I guess all Europeans kind of know what. Other stuff is, but if you're like, what the fuck's yeah. an arancini? It's a race ball. Arancini. Arancini. So yeah, that's about it. Uh, oh, there's. See. I, I, I could be on the topic of food of all night. Oh, so buddy, bad. then you should come on the 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 the, the, the uh, physical health one. We're gonna talk about food in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and the deep fried gnocchi oh, I had the other night. Meat, cigar, <laughs> deep fried gnocchi. Oh, that sounds good. Slaps. Anywho, what kind of sauce? Red sauce. Oh, there was a pesto flavor. There was a mozzarella tomato. There was cheese. There was uh, bacon and cheddar. I've yet to try, but the pesto one was amazing. Where did you go? Oh no, this is just at Walmart. Saw them on the shelf. Let me try each flavor. Thank you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, no, I'm being serious. They were pre-deep fried. No, they're already in a pack. I just have to fucking fry them. So you fried them. Yeah. So they were pre-cooked. Yeah, basically. That's weird. Interesting. And it was like they were flavored like the inside? That's weird. It's kind of more like a pierogi. The were I they shaped like a pierogi? You no, probably had pierogies. they small as fuck. They're, they call it gnocchi. But that's not a gnocchi. Gnocchi's a fucking potato dumpling in or a small Well, one. yeah, that's what it was, but the way it... So, this is like a fucking pierogi. It's, okay. it's an Italian, uh, Polish. Uh, that's pure fucking, cake. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. You you would never be caught dead in an Italian household having pesto filled gnocchi. Why would not? you? Sounds you, good. You would never. I know. You'd be fucking. You're none that would be fucking hitting you with a fucking. The, the, what the hell is it called? A wooden spoon or a fucking tapini or something. <clears throat> Anyhow. Oh, yeah, that was like last week when I brought over some wontons. Oof. What the fuck are those? Were they the crab filled with the Philadelphia cream cheese? No, but they were the farm boy ones filled with jalapeno and cream cheese. Farm boy wontons. I don't know, the fucking maple sushi wontons, those ones with the fake crab meat and the Philadelphia cream cheese. Yeah, basically they're like that. Those things are really fucking good. 
But uh, yeah, anyways, stop talking about food here. We're already 20 minutes in. That's all we've talked about is food. Oh my we should be talking about finances. Well, so that is a topic here. We're going to talk about what is wealth, equity, and money. We already kind of uh, like brushed over on two last week. But money's the big one because I don't think people understand what money actually is. And that's the thing. So do you know what wealth is? I have my definition. What's yours? What's your definition of wealth? Well, like when you say someone's wealthy? Yes. Or like you've created generational wealth? Six of one, half a dozen of the other, in my opinion. Yeah, apples and oranges. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, when I would say when someone's wealthy is when they wouldn't have to, say, work for money. Mm-hmm. And... They've amassed large amounts of money. <laughs> yeah, but see, I don't know. I played better in my head than when I came out. What's your What's your definition? So wealth, I don't define wealth as money because wealth isn't money. They're two different, vastly yeah, different things. Yeah, that's true. So because what, that could be the diff, uh, the difference between rich and wealthy. Yeah. So like, there you go. So the rich yeah, have yeah. money. There you go. Now it clicked. Okay. The rich have money. Wealthy people have both. They have both, yes. Obviously, they have money. But a lot of their money is tied up in assets that produce more money, mm-hmm. that produce things. Okay? And that's where the wealth... Is, like this, this is the thing. Where, like, I came across a clip of... I can't find it now. It was on TikTok. Oh, that stupid app. Just delete it. I fucking love it, dude. Just delete it. No, look, look, I, but see, the thing is, I, I like it. My girlfriend sends me TikToks. I'll watch a TikTok nope, and then I'll start scrolling. I'm like, whoa, I got to stop. That's the problem. So, okay, hold on a second. Speaking about TikTok, remember when we, uh, when I first got TikTok and we used to do the, the podcast in, in my garage? Yeah. Okay. So I was watching some chick. She just got TikTok and she had the same experience as me when she first downloaded it. I know this is off topic, but it came to my head. So remember how I said. All I saw on TikTok was a bunch of fucking half-naked chicks doing dances. Yeah. That's how TikTok starts. And then as you go, like, you, you, you stop focusing on that shit and you focus on other things, that's where the algorithm is created. So now my TikTok is legitimately finance stuff and conspiracy theories, literally, and farming. That's all it is. Literally. They're, Liar. I'm being dead fucking serious. I'm being dead that serious. The second video is one of those things where, the, <laughs> where you try to pause it to see the lingerie. <laughs> No, I'm being dead fucking serious. That I'm I'm not lying. Not a word of lie. Okay, that's all it is. It's legitimately farming, fucking uh, conspiracy theories and, and finance shit. That's the reason. Like the reasoning why I I like it is because it's just another means of fucking. Like I know China's fucking harvesting your data. That's but like, why your fucking data. Your data has already been harvested, and like ninety percent of the people that are on that app are not important. Like if you're a fucking the president of the United States of America, you shouldn't have TikTok. Literally. See, like, look at this. This is nuts. Literally, yeah. That, that's exactly what TikTok was when I first when I first when got on. my client wants to take a break during a meeting. Yeah. Yeah, she's getting plowed. in your head? Yeah, her knees are fucking smashing her in the chin. And, the, and this chick... That's when why she I da- refused to open it. This chick, when she downloaded... Well, tic- I had to download it because TikTok wouldn't let me see the videos that my girlfriend was sending me. Oh, so you just bitched at me for downloading it, but you have it. Yeah, but I don't scroll on it. No, well, neither do I. Literally... Liar. I don't have it on my personal phone. It's on my other phone. And my other phone stays at home. Like today, I brought it with me because I was Snapchatting you. But yeah, because I just got Snapchat again. Because I was like, finally. Oh. 
why not get another thing where I can bother Christopher? Um, anywho, yeah. So she had the same experience. She goes her when she first opened TikTok, it was literally porn. For lack of a better term, it wasn't actually porn, but it was more of like the shit you just showed me. Anywho, going back on topic. So <clears throat> all the power to the women. You know what is power? Yeah, but milking these simps for all they have. <laughs> there you go. Because there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of them. Um, so wealth is literally it's not actual money. It's it kind of goes hand in hand with equity. It's the equity built up in a in a company. Like so, how do I put this? Technically speaking, everybody that has a mortgage over their head right now, or is on the so let's just say the ninety nine percent ninety nine percent of people like you're you're not a renter, you're a homeowner, you technically have wealth built up in your home. Okay, what? even if you have a mortgage over your head. No, you got equity. No. Yeah, but that's wealth. Okay. That's technically your your that's yeah, but your that net- equity doesn't doesn't buy you time. Yes, because it's the wrong type. Okay. That's the thing. It's because like that wealth, the only way you can pull that wealth is through it is through debt, and that's what rich people. That's that's what the wealthy do technically. Like Elon Musk, for example. I know we talked about him in the last episode when we brought up this topic, but the like the it goes back to this one thing. She's like, um, there's this girl. She was doing an interview, and it was on TikTok. This is why how we got into TikTok. But she goes, um, do you think they should tax the rich? And the girl goes, yeah, they have too much money. I love that topic. And it's just like, okay, yes, rich people have money, but the wealthy people, like the billionaires that you actually want to tax, don't have that much money. Yes, Elon might have $100 million in his bank account, but all of that money is debt. Because Elon Musk, all of his actual money is tied up in Tesla, in the boring company, in SpaceX. Yeah. That's where all of his actual money that he's ever earned is tied up. All the money in his bank account is lines of credit with those companies and shares in those companies as collateral. Yeah, or loans against his stock. Or or yeah. yeah. Or loans against any stock that he owns in Tesla. Literally, that's how he lives life. So you're saying let's tax these people. You can't tax them cuz you can't tax debt. Because debt is money. Money is debt. You understand how, how... Yeah, it's a different type of money. And then, yeah, like you're saying, you can't tax debt. You can't. Because then, like, okay, you're going to tax debt? Okay, all the people that have mortgages over their head to afford a home they can't actually afford, should we just tax them too? Where do you draw the line? Because the last time we, we did this was, oh, we're only going to tax the rich to fund wars. Yeah. And then what happened? Every now there's a fucking progressive tax uh, tax system and all that shit, and it's like, well, yeah, everybody's getting taxed now. Great example is like in, here in Canada, you can obviously refinance your house tax free. Yes, there's there's one of the ways to do Literally, it. Literally, that's you're that's you're pulling equity out instead of per se selling your personal home yes. or your investment property and paying whatever twenty thirty percent. You can refinance because mm-hmm. because uh, assuming there's equity in it. Yeah, and then. Roll it over into a new house tax free, yes, and just keep building. But see, that's that only works if you are you own an asset. If you're owning a personal home, you know it's not an asset. We talked about that. Well, last yeah, week. yeah, yeah. So if if you own a personal home, well, if you even your personal home, 
If you, even if you refinance it and use the equity to go buy an income property, there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, but most people don't do that. Most people fucking... They, well, yeah. They, they, they pull like HELOCs to go on fucking vacation because they can't afford it. Vacations. Put an exotic in the garage. Yeah, or fucking put a Lambo. Yeah, an exotic. Yeah. That, that's the problem. So th- this is this is the thing. So you have to understand the, the difference between a liability and an asset like we covered last episode. A liability is something that pulls money I out of your I feel like po- that comes up every episode. But it has to because it, you have to literally hammer it into people's brains. A liability pulls money out of your pocket every month. Whether that liability is a home or fucking Disney Plus subscription, it's a goddamn liability. Okay, Christy Freeland. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize. I didn't do that on purpose. Yeah. I did not do that on purpose. No, no, I'm kidding. But I was just making an example. So that's a liability. It pulls money out of your pocket every month. You are on the hook to pay that thing. Okay? And you can argue until the cows come home that, oh, your personal residence, it's an asset. No, it is not. It's only an asset when it is sold because then you can pull the you actually get the money. You have your then you're money rich. Okay? Exactly. But then the thing is though, then you only have an, an the same amount of money to buy a home. You're basically Back you're, you're, you're up shit's creek without a fucking paddle. Literally. The only way the only way that you, that benefits you is if you sell at a, at a at a highest point and you hold that cash and buy something that's drops 25 or 30 percent literally okay and that's what a lot of people are doing now a lot of real estate people that are real estate investors that's what they're doing now they're selling their properties sitting on cash waiting for the market to collapse but a lot of morons 99 the 99 percent just refinancing like, or they're refinancing and holding How that equity fuck you refinancing at uh six percent uh not now I'm not now before yeah because okay, obviously the, if you're in the market you could have seen it coming yes because low rates don't last forever yes 100 percent and vice versa, high rates don't last forever. They have to come down eventually. But I th- again, that inflation's a topic for another episode. But like, I think I think rate and like even rates, we're gonna talk about. I think rates are gonna go into the double digits. They have to. That's my personal opinion. So, well, here's a, I got a tweet from Jim Cramer over here. Oh my, he's my favorite guy. <laughs> Says there's enough pain in the market for the Fed to slow the rate hikes. Pain in the, what pain in the market? Well, we know Jim Cramer. Obviously, you do the opposite of what he says. So, who knows? Maybe the next Fed meeting, there might be 100 basis points. <laughs> Holy fuck. Full percentage. <laughs> a basis point is just a percentage. So, 25 yeah. is 25 basis points is 25%. Mm-hmm. So, 100 basis... Or, uh, sorry. 25, 25 basis points is a, is a quarter of a percent. My bad. So, a, f- a full... A hundred basis points would be a hundred a hundred percent. Be one percent. One percent. That guy is honestly an idiot. It's he actually move, tweeted that. Yeah. Did you see him? Did you see him when he was crying about Facebook? Because he got face the call on Facebook wrong, and he started crying live on fucking CNBC or he's whatever. He's gotten everything wrong. He's I don't understand idiot. how he's still televised. Because he literally, you want to know why? It's because he gets all the morons. Or the, the, the people that are very naive to, to invest. Oh, yeah, Facebook's a good call at 350 And then fucking it drops to 150 bucks. All the, all the stupid money got it, got in at 350 And all the smart money he's getting back in at, at uh, 150 You know what? Call him stupid. But if he's doing the opposite of what he's telling people to do, he's making money. You know, he's not, though. He's doing, he's doing <laughs> yeah. exactly what so he's... So then he's retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. So, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> so, back to the topic. A liability, obviously something that pulls money out of your pocket. A personal residence is not a fucking asset. 
It's a liability until you sell it. Then it becomes an asset because you can actually pull the cash without taking on debt or without paying taxes. Okay? But then you're stuck with money to buy another home. That's all you really have unless you're going to sit on cash. Now, an asset puts money into your pocket every month. That asset can be an income property, which then you rent out, you own it, you rent it out to some schlep, okay? And they pay your mortgage plus utilities and maybe you pocket, let's say, 100 bucks a month. You're, that's you making an extra 100 bucks a month that you never had before. It's literally putting money into your pocket. Some people have businesses that create products like Tesla. That money puts, uh, uh, puts money to Elon's pocket. How does it do that? Because I'm telling you. But it you, is way overvalued. Oh, yeah, 100%. He might not. I don't, I don't know what his salary at Tesla is. I highly doubt he's making big money from salary. Oh, no way. Okay, because um, what's it called? Income. Working for money is the most taxed thing ever. Literally. That's the highest taxable income. It's the highest taxable income. If you work for money, means you go to a job and get 15 bucks an hour. You are getting taxed out the nose. Literally, every paycheck, 30% of my paycheck goes to taxes. Fuck, I think even more. It's actually 33%. I did the math. Because it's provincial and federal. Yes, sir. I did, I did, I did the thing. It's 33%. Yeah. And I'm not, even on, I'm not even close to the highest tax bracket, but it's still 33%. So someone in the highest tax bracket is probably paying fucking... The highest tax in Canada on income is 51%. And With that's everything over, said and done. That's over, I think, half a million dollars. 51%? Yeah. Wow. That's fucking disgusting. Okay, you're still making large money, but it's kind of sick knowing 51% of your income is going to the government. Oh, yeah. There, where was it today? I was watching Kiyosaki today do an interview. Hold on. Let me open up my book here. I'm I, not really used to these chairs. I don't really like them. No, I love it. It's comfy. They're, they are comfy, I will say that. It's just the way it's it's sitting. I maybe have to put another pillow to support my back or something. I feel like I'm too too lounging over here. So, hold on. Let me see. Where is it? A doctor can make a million. He was talking about a doctor. One of his doctor buddies goes, oh, I, ma- I made a million dollars this year. And Kiyosaki's like, how much taxes did you pay? Want to guess how much taxes he 60. paid? 60. 60K or 60%? 60%. More than that. 70. Yeah. Wow. 700K in taxes. Jeez. And Kiyosaki's like... See, like, that's like pre-tax income. I don't even consider that income because you don't take that home. Nope, you don't. Kiyosaki's like... It's like even the people say, oh, I make six figures. No, you don't. You also pay 35 to 40% in tax. Yep. And Kiyosaki said to this guy, he goes, yeah, guess what? I can go take a million dollars in debt and I pay zero in taxes. Because all I got to do is leverage one of a, pro- a property or one of my assets. Yeah, borrow against it. Borrow against it. And there you go. Now I have a million dollars. I can go deploy somewhere else. That'll make me another 10. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the thing. And, and this is what people don't understand about wealth. When you So when you put assets up as collateral to obtain debt, which is untaxable, you can't tax debt. Because then literally, it, you can't tax debt because literally the government itself would have to be taxed because the government takes out debt left, front, and center to fund fucking Social Security, to fund fucking um, healthcare in Canada. They, they're fucking debt, debt. Every time the Canadian government prints goddamn money, they have to take out debt. They can't yeah. just print it. They have to take debt against it. That's what people don't understand. 
So if you're wealthy and you have assets and you go and you collateralize something and you put it up for 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 a thing and you and you pull out debt um, debt from it, say a hundred million dollars or whatever, they go and they use that money to yes fund their lifestyle, but buy other things that produce more fucking money. Yes, literally, that's that's the mindset people have to get in. That's the problem. People don't understand that. That's a, that's a wealthy person mindset. Okay, but what ha- what happens with a poor person? They go and, oh, I'm going to go buy my the new Yeezys or whatever the fuck they're going to be called now. Or because always the latest iPhone. Or the latest iPhone. That, the latest or like I, my the friend latest Matt iPhone, here, the latest flip phone. The latest iPhone that has not changed in fucking 10 years, okay, and has a camera that's a complete shitbox, okay, and I have a Samsung, which is a fraction of the price. And it folds in half. It folds in half, okay, and the camera is 12 times better. Like... You have and oh, what your phone comes with an Apple logo, so it's, it's got to be expensive. The only the only Apple product I will buy now is a Mac because I'm in the market for a new, a new Mac because my PC broke. No, you didn't, did you find out what's wrong with it? No, I have to go probably in the weekend. I'm gonna go uh, to uh, the place there, get them to fix it, figure it out, and then it's gonna be sold. I'm no longer dealing with PC. I'm gonna get them reformatted, wipe it clean. But what happened? I don't understand. Buddy, okay, so. This is what happened. I'd be on it. It would randomly shut off. Just power down. Did you reach out to Alpha PC? No. Why not? What's the point? He built it. Yeah, two years ago. So what? There's, there's no. There's no fucking. You think there's a, a manuf- There's warranty on it. Please. Okay, but still, he would know what's wrong with it. Probably not. Because it, like, I called Canada Computers. They're like, dude, it could be a multiple, multiple things. I thought it was a power supply, but he's like. And then so now what happens is I'll I'll try to turn it on. It'll turn on for two seconds. The LEDs will come on. The fans will the fans will spool up, shuts off. No. So I call Canada Computers. They're like, yeah, it's probably not the power supply because it's turning on. Could be the motherboard. Could be this. Could be that. I was like, oh fuck. Well, that sucks. So oh, they have I'd to reach out to Alpha. See what he can do. He's not gonna be able to do anything. Come on. So I'm just gonna go to Canada Computers and then I'm gonna sell it. And I'm gonna buy a Mac. So I can uh, edit videos because I've never had a problem with Mac. Knock on wood. I thought you were going to get a tower when you said that. But dude, I was pricing out a tower. Like fucking five no, 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 hold, no, hold on a second. Do you want to know? I priced out. I maxed out everything on it. Do you want to know what the price tag came in at? hundred grand. Almost. Wow. 65K. I believe it. I was like, who the fuck? Spend sixty five thousand dollars on a computer, but the fucking People thing was editing shit. Yeah, literally, you're editing a fucking, um, what's it called, the uh, Hollywood fucking blockbuster movie with that thing, literally. Or YouTube videos. <laughs> no, you're not fucking spending sixty five grand to edit YouTube videos. Let's Come be real. On. You could do that with my Mac now and get the exact same quality, <laughs> literally. Like those guys are fucking. Those guys are like architects that are spending sixty five grand on a fucking computer like that. Holy shit! Yeah, that's serious. That blows my mind. I was like, what the fuck? Sixty five k. Let's take a let's take a HELOC and fucking get this thing. No, I'm kidding. Excuse me, sir. What are you using this uh, <laughs> refinance check for? Don't fucking worry about it. But yeah, so wealth is not money. It's the equity that you've built up in a business. The fuck's going on in my house? There's a bunch of noise. Hope you okay. I hope you guys don't hear that. 
Sounds like some are fucking raccoons in the goddamn uh, <laughs> in the fucking vents. I'm sitting by a vent. The vents? Oh no way! We're in trouble. Maybe in the attic. No, it's below me. Oh, I know. It's I'm my kidding. mother doing stuff downstairs. Okay, on to equity. What's equity? Money you can't touch yet, physically. Why? Because it's tied to something. Meaning the house you bought 10 years ago is obviously worth more now. Okay. And the price difference is equity. Okay. But is equity real? Uh, well, yeah, because you can pull it out if sure. you want to. Sure about that? Yeah. What happens if the price drops? Is equity real? Well, it depends. <laughs> how, how, uh, how long the span is. What do you mean? Let's say you bought a house 25 years ago, but now it drops 90%. What, what's, is that it's still not going to keep going down to every single year for 25 years. How do you know? Because I know. Okay, Inflation well, stays well, at 2%. Hold on a second. No, no. I'm not talking. Ideally, I'm not, I'm not ta- stays well, at 2%. Yes. Two, it's 2.7 actually. Okay. Sorry. But okay. Let's say right now you bought a house 25 years ago and now you're in 2022 and we have a Great Depression. And houses you during the last- You still have equity guaranteed. Houses in the last Great Depression dropped 90%. So let's say you bought a house for two fifty, and now it's worth a million four, minus ninety percent. You're still is in equity. equity. Is equity actually real, though? Is what the question I'm asking? Yes. No, it's not. Why not? Because it's an arbitrary number that people are willing to pay for the fucking asset. And I'm using asset here very lightly. I'm not actually meaning that because people are like, oh, you're, now you're calling a personal residence an asset. Is, is that why you said it very soft? Yes. Okay. I'm very using using it lightly because it can be an asset or a liability depending on what you're buying it for. Yeah. So like same thing in the stock market. Tesla stock. What's it worth right now? 350? Yeah. So what what, it, it wants 1200 it, before it split. Okay. Okay. That, yeah. So, but you, you, you can't look at it that way. Because it's still technically worth twelve hundred. No, it's not. Yes, it is. The value is right there. No, it's, it's like not. If I owned a thousand shares before the split at twelve hundred dollars, my the equity I've built up, say I bought it at a dollar, is still there. I just get more shares at three fifty. That's all it is. It's not. There's no change in price. You understand how stock splits work? Yes, I know. But your equity is not as much as it was before. Yes, it is because you have this. You have more what shares. What are you talking about? The stock price went down. From twelve hundred to three fifty. Yes. During a stock split, we're actually having this conversation right now. Hold on a second. Oh Hold on. God. Let me get. It. Let me scooch my seat up here. Hold on a second. Do you know how the stock market works? This is why. This is why you're the the real estate guy in our company. Do you know how the stock? Yes, market? I know. You're, you, okay. But you're still losing because it's not worth three fifty. You're not losing anything. What are you talking about? You're losing equity. No, you're not. Okay, you got more shares now. It's worth three fifty. Okay, can you do the math, please? Get, get, see this board right here, the whiteboard? Give me, hold on, You're I'm getting up. Give me some, no, 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 no. You're spreading misinformation, sir. No, I'm not, Yes, sir. you are. Hold on a second. Oh, I gotta prove this guy. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. I don't even know why I have this here. There's my to-do list on it. Let me, let, me, let me get this cleared off here real quick.
your phones back on. And now it's time to school, Christopher, with a little bit of math. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You get your calculator out because you need this. Okay, one second. Say so you bought a thousand, a thousand shares of Tesla. How many zeros is that? Twelve hundred. A thousand times twelve hundred. Yes. How much is it? One point two. Okay, one point two million. Okay, that's how much. That's your book value. One point two million. Okay. Uh, bah, 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 bah. How do I do this now? Um. What was their stock split worth? I don't even remember. Six hundred bucks. Okay, hold hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Let's say let's say for every one share you have, let's say let's say their stock split is how do I do this? Because their stock split was like a one a one for five or something like that. So after the stock split, let's do a one for five. So can you multiply? So five, five times a thousand is 5,000. Mm-hmm. Now take 1.2 million divided by 5,000. Shit. 240. $240. So each share would be worth $240, but now you have 5,000 shares. You never lose equity because you still have uh, $1.2 million. You understand how stocks look? Yes. No, I understand that, but the price is not... No, okay. I know. The price is not a thing anymore. But the price has nothing to do with anything. You're talking stocks, but I'm talking uh, price. No. Because your equity is going down with the stock price. No, it's not. The the book value of the of the all of the assets. Yes, it's still one point two million dollars. You just have five thousand shares now instead of a thousand shares. You yes, still have you this. have more shares, but it doesn't always stay at the same price. I'm talking stock price. I'm just saying. Let's say the stock price is stays the same. I, oh, doesn't always stay the oh same. My God, just like you're saying. Uh, you fucking only arguing. Have deflation. S- you're arguing semantics. Oh my Jesus. God. Jesus. Okay. Yes. Let's say right now, okay, the stocks, like right now the stocks would just happen right now. And then there was a freeze in the market. Oh, what are you talking? Flash crash of 2014 now? <laughs> no. Or flash crash of 2018. Remember that flash crash when fucking uh, in the Asian session a couple of years ago? Yeah. With fucking, with gold? That was fun. Anywho, in this case, you, you don't lose any equity because you still have the $1.2 million. Oh, yes, I understand that. Yeah, so you can still leverage that. Now you're just, you have more shares to leverage. Instead of 1,000 shares, you have 5,000 shares. But it's the same shit because it's worth the same. Yes. And yes, you are right. Stocks prices go up and down. So if the stock price goes to $600 now, you've made more money. Now it's not worth but $1.2. It's worth whatever the fuck it's going to be worth. Three times that amount. So 3.6. If I'm not mistaken, whatever, that's probably that's probably where it's going to be. Let me do the math. I don't, I don't feel like an idiot right now. <laughs> I think it's that. 5,000 shares. Oh. 600. 3 million. There you go. 3 million. Sorry. I said 3.6 3. or something or whatever. Okay. So 
my argument is equity technically, yes, it's real, but it's also not. It's like a fugazi because it doesn't, it doesn't actually exist because it's only it only exists of what somebody's willing to pay at that point. You understand? Or it could be what it's worth at that given time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you, if, yeah, not well, kind of willing to pay and kind of not. Literally, that's what it is: supply and demand. Yeah. Because if your if your demand is low and your supply is high, the price is going to drop. So you're going to lose equity. That had, yeah. that never actually existed there to begin with in the first place. It was just it's just an arbitrary number that somebody's willing to pay for that liability or asset. So technically speaking, it's not real. Like even like even when you look at it, the wealth of Elon Musk is not technically real. You understand that? It's not. Well, it's tied to his stock, like you said. Yeah, but it's not technically real. Because that stock can go to zero tomorrow. Okay, now you're getting into two conspiracy theories. I'm not here. getting into conspiracy. All I'm saying <laughs> is, all I'm saying is, you could lose all of the value in that company because of some fucking thing happening, like an asteroid slamming into the earth and everything goes to zero. Yeah, or him smoking weed on Joe Rogan's <laughs> podcast. Please. Or that. Okay. It drops like 10%. Yes. So again, all I'm saying is that that number doesn't is not an actual number. It's just like a placeholder. At that time, that's what it's worth. That's what I'm willing to buy it for. If you're not willing to buy it for that, it's going to lose equity because then then the price is going to come down. Yeah. The same thing. What's going to happen now if if a lot of people that bought their house the last couple of years that are sitting on a 1.2 million dollar mortgage and the price corrects 40%, which they're speculating in Canada. You're now paying a mortgage on a liability that has lost more its equity that's been built up is far less than what the mortgage actually you're now yeah. paying like let's say it goes down to nine the the liability is only worth nine hundred thousand dollars but you're paying a 1.2 million dollar mortgage you're fucked yeah you're in negative equity you're negative equity you think the bank's not going to become calling big hey excuse me sir How's it going? Um, this is a problem. The banks always protect themselves unless they get go into default. That's the banks, the banks will never go into default. They'll do it. Listen, if the banks of Canada go, like the major banks of Canada go to default, well, if people default we'll bail them out. The, if people default on their mortgages, they're at they're at risk. Yeah, like just like in two thousand and eight. Yeah. But what happened? The fucking the taxpayers bailed them out. Mm-hmm. The taxpayers bailed out the banks for doing shady shit, which Canadian banks are doing the exact same fucking thing. It, I was literally th- caught on camera. Please. Literally caught on. Well, those those are private lenders, Very but there's few, but still. But if if private lenders are exposed, and now there's talk, now there's talks of um, oh, sorry, uh, there was a private lender that on uh, what's his name, ten baggers. Yeah, there was a private lender that's insolvent, and someone goes, oh, but it's a private lender. And he goes, that's where it started in two thousand and eight. Yeah, the sure. private lenders went bankrupt first, and then guess what? The big banks started to go bankrupt because they played the same fucking game. If you don't think they're doing it now, again, you're fucking naive. Either you're really dumb or you're really naive. All they are Probably a little sales. bit of both. Well, all they are is salespeople. Literally. Okay. So let's go on to the last one here. We're, we've already been talking for 45 minutes. Jesus. Yeah. So what is money? Money is a fugazi. <laughs> Literally. That allows you to buy time. Well, and whatever the fuck you want. Sure. Okay. What else? What What else is money? You said it's a fugazi. Why is it a fugazi? 
because it's numbers on a screen in your bank account. <laughs> Literally. Okay. That's yeah. all it is. So what people don't like what people And of course the banks want you to keep as much as possible in the banks. Well yeah, because they want you to keep it in the bank so they can lend it out. Mm-hmm. Because of fractional reserve banking. So what fractional reserve banking is, for every dollar you put in there, the banks can lend out I'm not sure if it's still ninety percent, but let's just go with ninety percent. Don't fact check me. I'm saying it could be ninety percent. Because it was during the pandemic. Ninety percent. No, wasn't That's it during huge. the pan it wasn't it during That's the pandemic hundred percent? I think I think ninety percent's the norm and a hundred they were like above fifty is nuts. Yeah, I know it's fucked. So basically, for every dollar you put in there, they can line up. What's the proper cents. term? Fractional reserve lending. Fr- fractional reserve banking. Or banking. Fractional reserve banking. Yeah, that's what we have in this country. That's what the states is built off of too. So, and like they can do that multiple times. So, for example, I put in a hundred dollars. You go to the bank, and how do we do this now? Hold on. It's the best way to explain this. I go to the bank. And I deposit a hundred dollars. Yeah, they already you, lent out your ninety. You bucks go to the bank times. and say, "I, I need a, I need a, a loan for ninety dollars," and the bank goes, "No problem. We'll take Matt's money and lend it to Christopher." And Christopher goes to a store. And then buy something for ninety dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, that store then deposits that ninety dollars into the bank, and then that bank then goes to the next person and lends out ninety percent of that person's the bank that company's money to that person. It's literally how fractional reserve banking. So how yeah, banking? But how does the ninety bucks come back into things? Well, so be, look at it this way: you have a credit card. Like this is why I say money. Like this is why people know is money is debt. So you have a credit card. You spend five thousand dollars. You've literally printed that money into existence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then what happens is, in order for you to take that money out of circulation, you have to pay back that debt. Yeah. So like when you really, really, really look at it, all the money that's flowing through the system, it's all debt. It's not actual money. Yeah. It's very hard for people to understand. Like it's, it's IOUs between companies. It's literally IOUs between companies and banks and people. That's all it is. And if all that goes to shit and no one could pay anybody back, the banking system collapses. It's literally how it is. Like Especially I, with mortgages. And I and I will say, I'm probably missing some key things here, but I'm on the right fucking track. Okay? So, <clears throat> how it used to be, like you said, money's an IOU. Fiat currency is literally backed by the government and backed by the people that use it. Yeah. Do you know how... Well, the, backed by nothing. At well, one okay, time, it, it was but backed no, 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 by no, no, no. Fiat currency is backed by the government saying this is our currency and we will make sure that its value is value is stored yeah and it doesn't get too wonky okay how does the the government ensure that the people that it gives this money to okay um what's the word i'm looking for main not maintain its value but agree with how the government's talking so if I'm the government, I go, okay, here's here's my Matthew dollars. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm ensuring that I'm going to keep these Matthew dollars and they're going to maintain their value. And I give them to you and say, okay, go go spend them. How do I ensure that you agree with me on, on the value of those dollars? What do you mean? You got to keep it in circulation. 
It's got to be useful. It's got, like you said, to keep the value. You got to well, yeah, actually how, okay, use it. Yeah. So money doesn't have intrinsic value. Yeah. Okay. So the only way the government can maintain its value is by saying that it's valuable and also through taxation. That's how they ensure that the, that the, the people trust well, the Canadian depend, dollar. It depends on the economy where it's originated from. Well, yes. But, Huge part, yeah. So the, the Canadian government has to make sure that the, the economy works. Fiat currency gives the... the there's, a lot, there's a lot behind it. There's a lot behind it. So the, the Canadian government, basically, they print fiat currency and allows them to control the economy to make the, the economy look like it's, it's working properly. Mm-hmm. And then they also ensure that you pay your taxes... Keeping the value of that dollar through taxation. Yeah, yeah. So how how banks worked back in the day was that the fiat currency was backed by gold or silver. I don't think the Canadian dollar was ever backed by anything. Well, let's talk about the American dollar. So the American well, dollar. The American dollar is the world, obviously we both know the world reserve currency and the world business currency. So even if we're doing business with any other country, we're doing it in U.S. dollars. Yeah, but why though? Because it's the way it is. Yeah, because it's the way it is, but also the U.S. government's like, well, hey, it's valuable. Literally, that's what they say. It's, oh, it's valuable. It's holding its value. Wow, it's a world business currency. Well, they do that through fucking their military and say, hey, you have to use this. If you don't use this, we'll bomb you into yeah, fucking oblivion. Too. But okay, so. Problem now is it's losing this power. Yeah, because they kept on fucking printing a bunch of it. Yeah. They printed a fuck ton. Same thing with the Canadian dollar. Inflation's at, what, 6.7% 6. or something like that? And that's the problem. When you print too much, you have hyperinflation, and then people stop trusting it because it doesn't have any value. Mm-hmm. It's literally like, and like at the end of the day, even the Canadian dollar now. It's okay. The faster they raise rates, the stronger the dollar will become. <laughs> well, they have, like, literally. The Canadian dollar has Fucking lost. Fucking US dollars at 20 year highs at 112, 113. Yeah, but. Again, it sucks for again, us because we're like eating dog shit again, Canadian loonies. Hold on a second. Again. Go back to the like 1930s. My trading view chart doesn't go that far. The U.S. dollar is worth pennies. Yeah. Literally. But we still maintain that a dollar is worth a dollar. A dollar will buy you a dollar's worth of goods. That's the problem. The Canadian dollar and the U.S. dollar are actually worth nothing. They're only worth what they're worth. Well, the U.S. dollar is a little bit different. But they're only worth what they're worth because people... Trust it that it's worth that amount. That if I give you a twenty dollar bill, I will be able to buy twenty dollars worth of goods from you. Yeah, not fucking okay. Twelve sixty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but the thing is, with inflation, I can no longer actually buy twenty dollars worth of goods because twenty years ago I could have bought twenty dollars worth of goods and I probably would have bought everything in this room. No, I'm being hyperbolic, but much more than today. Okay, that's but you, for sure. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So <clears throat> back in the day. When the U.S. dollar was on the gold standard in the 70s, before they took it off, the U.S. government, for every dollar, had to have a certain amount of gold. See, that's when it was logical. Yes, because they could not print it into oblivion. If they wanted to print in money, they had to go buy the gold first. Mm-hmm. Because the, then the dollar actually had value. It had an intrinsic value because it was backed by a legitimate commodity. Now it's backed by a fucking fugazi of people saying, what are you doing? Nada, oh, it's, nothing. It's, it's worth nothing because it's backed by nothing. That's the problem. <sighs> Fuck. Hold on a second. I got a couple of things here. Some notes. I do have some notes. It's a serious computer tower. Wow. Where? Oh, that one. 
What are they going to say? Yeah, so like you were saying, bank notes are basically promissory notes that you can buy a certain amount of goods with that money. So money literally is an IOU, and it's it's literally monopoly money. That's literally what it is. It doesn't actually exist. All collecting our 200 and pass and go. <laughs> exactly. And like when you look at it, the, oh, I have $1,000 in the bank. No, you don't. Can you go to the bank right now and take out $1,000? Most likely, yes. Yeah. That oh, does yeah. it. That Even does if it. you have negative 1000 you can still take it out. This is true. You're <laughs> just taking out debt. Um, but like if you try to go do a big withdrawal, you can't. You have to call the bank in advance so they can make sure they have that money there. Yeah. So that money doesn't is not actually, it's just a number sitting in your account. Mm-hmm. And like when we say the government prints money, they don't actually physically, like, yes, they print money, but they're literally changing money, like the dollars and cents. It, the central bank is changing dollars and cents in the government's bank account. That's all it's doing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, like, I'm spent right now. I don't know why. Why? I what said, do you mean? I said, I said all those things I had to say. It. Just money's a fucking fugazi. Um, anything and the, else? You- and the bank owns the government, not the government owns the bank. Like the Fed owns the government in the states, and the Bank of Canada owns the government here. How? How so? Can you explain yourself? How so? Oh, oh you're giving me that look. Like you're you think the, the bank's gonna go to the government for money? No, that's <laughs> not how it works. <laughs> well, I okay in the states. Yes, I think Canada's slightly different. But see, the problem with Canada is instead of going to the central bank recently for loans, they've gone to the private banking system, which... Who, the Rockefellers? <laughs> no, they've gone to like TD Bank and said, can we get loans? Which are higher... TD perc- Bank doesn't have enough liquidity. Go to the Bank of Canada. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong they, with they've you? They've gone to like... T- like the, you the, sound the like f- an FTF, FTX <laughs> scandal. <laughs> No, it makes it that's it. There I want to withdraw my point zero zero seven Bitcoin. Sorry, I have no liquidity. <laughs> Collapse. No, it's not they don't have liquidity. The fucking what's his name? They went to Argentina, took all the fucking money. What happened with that? That's not okay. Let's we'll talk about that in a minute. But so oh, yeah. that'll have to be on the next episode because I'm still reading on it. Oh fuck. It's very scandalous. It is very scandalous. So the Canadian government goes to the the Bank of Canada and asks them for a loan, and they'll give them a certain percentage. But the Canadian government has actually been going to the big five banks and asking them for loans. There's a scandal about it, I swear to God. Wow. Bring it up on your computer. Look it up. Quickly. I don't even know what the fuck to type in. Type in Canadian government borrows from big five banks and see what comes up. Oh, shoot. It's dead air right now. Hold on, let me see if I could bring up. There was a thing from uh, Better Dwellings today. No, I can't find it here. You can't find it. Okay, never mind. Yeah. They create money through asset purchase programs. If I, ha- I, I, I'll go look for it myself one day. Um, hold on, because there was oh fuck, 
I have to get my other phone. Give me a second. I'll be right back. I'm going to pause this. Give me two minutes. This is the pause button. And we're back. Sorry. What am I snorting? Cocaine. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Whoa. Look at all these notifications I have. Oh, my God. There's Greta Thunberg. How dare you? Yeah, I found a video from Wall Street Journal. I'm going to watch it after this. About what? How FTF, FTX oh. went bankrupt. Where was this now? I think it was from 10 Baggers. 10 Baggers at best. No, hold on. It's in this one. It's in our in our team uh, team uh, chat. Oh, that's the mortgage halt one. There was another one when he was talking about... Ten baggers. Ten baggers. Come on. Where is it now? There's that. No. Is it this one? This guy's too many counts. There was something here about... I don't know if it was JP Morgan or Citibank was doing exactly what they did in 2008. Okay, so in the States still. Yeah. But it's the same thing fucking here. Let's be fucking real. Oh, yeah. Monkey see, monkey do. That's it. Monkey pee all over you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a fucking Michael Scott reference. If you watch The Office, you'll understand what I'm talking about. It just sounded funny. I don't know who either is. (laughs) You gotta watch The Office. You'll fucking like no, it. No, I got no time. I gotta figure out FTX here. Me, you got no time. Have fun. Hold on a second. There was another one from today. Where is it in my notes? I think it's in my notes. Oh, here. This is this is funny from today. The lifestyle inflation will keep you broke. The hard. This is from the uh, market hustle. The hard truth: you'll have to work until the day you die, if you if you never learn how to manage your money. One third of Americans making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year are living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Survey finds. How the absolute fuck is that even possible? Like, okay, yes, you got to pay taxes. So, okay, two hundred fifty k. Let's say you lose. Ah, fuck. Let's say you end up with like one um, 160 grand at the end of it to live off of. Yeah. 160. Like, what are you doing? What, what, like, what, how many fucking liabilities do you have? This is, this is part of the problem. How many leases do you have? This is part of the problem where people don't understand money. They don't know what money is. They don't know what equity is. And they don't know what wealth is. Definitely don't know how to use it. They legitimately have have gone into the school system, which has basically told them, go to school, get a good job, and um, work until you die. It's literally what they've been told to do. And that's the, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then you wonder why we have problems in this world. It's just fucking people listen to fucking society. What what do you what do you go to school, get a good job, pay your taxes, pay your taxes, buy, buy a, a home, house. get married, buy like buy a home. There's a million dollars right there. Getting married fucking probably cost you two hundred fifty grand. 
Because, you know, you got to prove to everybody that you love somebody. So you got to spend an outrageous amount of money on a fucking ring. An outrageous amount of money on a fucking... On, on a one, one day, one day. Not even like six hours. Six hours. This thing blows my mind. Six hours. Okay, okay, you go on a honeymoon, whatever. The honeymoon makes sense. Yeah. But like, do it all in one place. Go on a fucking beach. Have a minister. Get married. That's probably not going to cost you anything. Or it's going to be very minimal. And go on your fucking honeymoon. Yeah. Have a couple of fucking people that are witnesses. You don't need to have 300 people at your goddamn wedding. Okay. And like this, this is the one thing. If you have a stag or a fucking bridal, like a bridal shower is a different story because it's for the chick. I'm a princess. I need to have all this shit. A guy that has a stag should never be getting married because he's poor. Literally, what, what's a stag do? Raise money. Raise money for the wedding. Why the fuck are you getting married if you can't afford it? You're going to start your marriage in debt. Let's be honest. A lot of them are. But that's the problem because they listen to society. Unless they, the parents are paying for it. Okay, yeah, but they don't understand money. They don't understand equity. They don't understand wealth. Mm-hmm. They don't know what the difference between a liability and an asset. This is the problem. They never will because they're too accustomed to that day-to-day chasing of the dollar. Yeah, because what did... What, what, what's, what, did um, what the fuck's that guy from Shark Tank? Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, what the does paycheck he say? is a bribe to keep you from your, your dreams. dreams. Yeah, 100%. It's the bribe they give you to keep you from your dreams. Yeah, literally. And like this, the, the part of the, this is another thing too. I was watching Marketplace today. Um, And they were talking about the difference prices. Be, we'll end off on this. The difference between the prices of like Dollarama, Dollar Tree, Walmart, and all that stuff. And it comes out like when you do a price uh, a price per unit... Because like at Dollar Tree, you'll get like a can of Pringles and it's a smaller can of Pringles on a big one like you get at Walmart. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, when you look at the, the price per unit, you actually spend more money at Dollar Tree and like Dollarama and stuff than, than you would at Walmart because you're buying in bulk at Walmart. Yeah. It's almost like a, a mini bulk store. And <laughs> this one guy, he was like, he's one of the analysts. He's like, yeah, you know, these companies got to do better, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he's basically blaming the companies. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, the company's job is to make money. Mm-hmm. End Same. of story. You can provide whatever the fucking service you want. Your job is to make money. And anywhere in business, period. Literally. That's Liter- why people go into business. I'm a, per- business. I'm a personal trainer. My job is to make money. Yes, I'm going to help people personally train, but I'm going to make money. I didn't yeah. do it to not make money. We started an investment company. I'm not doing it to fucking not make money. Yeah, not, I'm not doing to, it to fucking to make money. Not to write articles on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Like this is like literally the whole point of it is to make fucking money. No I didn't matter st- what. I'm not starting this podcast to fuck. Yeah, I'm starting because I want to. Ha- I want to share the information, but eventually, I would like to make some money off this thing. Yeah. It's an investment. So not all investments pay off, but. Well, it's definitely harder in the beginning. Yes, hundred percent. So he's going off. I'm like, dude, literally, the, the company's job is to make money. If you are buying something at, at, a, at a Dollar Tree and you're not doing your due diligence as a, as a shopper and you get shafted, that's not Dollar Tree's fault. That's not Dollarama's fault. That's not Walmart's fault. That's your own fucking stupidity. Mm-hmm. Do your fucking due diligence. But the thing is, though, people nowadays, they don't want to do due diligence. They want somebody to solve their problems for them. There's no personal responsibility. Yeah, just quick. You solve my problem for me, please, and thank you. It's the same thing, for example, with this with um, 
because today they they revoked the notwithstanding clause. Okay, so now they're back at the bargaining table, all that shit with the fucking QP and all that stuff. Now I'm not shitting on unions. All I'm saying is the people like you replace the government with another with government. another government mm-hmm. that you pay taxes to, which are union dues every month. Okay, and the, the thing is, that I'm getting to a point. So, what what I saw on Twitter the last two weeks was like, oh, fucking send these workers back to work. You know, I would work those jobs and blah blah blah. That people were complaining that you know the workers weren't weren't at work because they stri- they striked, they protested for two days. Okay, I was one of those people that protested. I didn't go one day. I went I went a different day because I wasn't feeling well one day. Um, and they're like, oh, they're gonna send these people back to work. The majority of people were fucking behind us, but I, I'm sitting there. And I'm like, on Twitter, I'm like, what but these people don't understand is we have elected people within the union to bargain on our behalf. Literally like the government. We vote every four years for somebody to look out for our best interests, and yeah. they don't. Same thing within a union. They don't. Now, I'm not saying my union doesn't. All I'm saying is unions in general, they don't look out for their empl- their, the people that are paying their taxes or their union dues. They don't look out there for the best interests. No. Please, let's be real. Just like any other government. Just like okay, just like every other government. I don't have the ability to go to the to the the board I work at and say, "Okay, I'll do this job for this amount of money mm-hmm. plus benefits." Yeah. Someone else does that for me. So all these people are like, "Oh, I would do that job." Then go do the fucking job. Number exactly. 1. Exactly. Number 2 is if you are a, a caretaker in the private sector because people were saying, "Oh, the private sector people get paid less and they don't complain." They have the ability to bargain on their own behalf. Yeah. Literally. If you want to make more money, go ask your boss for more money or go work for a company that gives you more money. Mm-hmm. Simple. Simple. Go do it yourself. Like, and and this, is, this is for like union workers too. Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. What, they, they might complain. It's just like you're working a, a job. Where you you're working for money, you get you like people that work for money get taxed the most. Mm-hmm. It's close to sixty fucking percent. Okay, That's small yeah, business owners much. are close to forty percent. Big business is ten percent. Investors don't get taxed. Look at the Robert Kiyosaki tax uh, matrix or whatever the fuck it's oh, called. I forget what it's called. Cash quadrant. Yes, that's right. Cash okay? flow quadrant. Cash flow quadrant. Okay, literally, you're an employee. You don't create anything. You could, you could be a factory worker for the Ford, for Ford, and you could say, oh, I build cars all day long. Yeah. Okay, what do you do? What do you do? Hold on a second. Sorry, my chair. Okay, let's, let's look at Christopher, for example. Yeah. Christopher, you work construction. Yeah. Do you build buildings? Well, some part of it. Uh, no. Oh, see, there you go. Some part of it. How many guys that not on your job site, but in general that work construction would say, I work construction, I build buildings for a living. But they, oh, but they do one specific job. Yeah, 90%. 90% of them. So you are a licensed electrician. Mm-hmm. Your job is to make sure the building has electricity and that's your one job. So what you do is you don't build buildings. No. You deal with electrical shit. Yeah. So who at the end of the day builds the building? Uh, the developer. Thank you. Ford builds cars, not the people that put the doors on the car. Not the people that wire the car. Yeah. 
you wire the car. That's all you are. You're a car wirer. Not even just an assembler. You're you're literally an assembler. You work on an assembly. You assemble the cars. Mm-hmm. You stick a door on a car eight hours a day. That's your job. You're a door sticker. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same thing. Me. I am a glorified <laughs> sweeper. Literally. Oh, so I sweep at the floor. The best job. This I sweep at the floor. Snapchatting from seven to three. <laughs> Shut the fuck. I sent you like three Snapchats no, and it took me four seconds. Okay. I'm I was on my br- I was on my unionized break. But this is like, and I'm not trying to shit on anybody. I'm just giving people a different way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. If whether you unionize them, you're you're a unionized employee. You are leaving it up to somebody else to solve your problems. Yeah. Stop doing that. If you are a, a private sector employee, stop bitching about union workers. Go solve your own fucking problems. Stop looking at other people to solve your problems. Yeah. Okay? Understand that you are just a cog in the fucking machine. That's all you are. You're not a fucking, you're not a builder. You are an electrician. You are a plumber. That is your job as your little job in the microcosm of building a building. Mm-hmm. I work in the education se- sector. My micro, my, my job in that in that massive organism is to move dirt around and make sure the schools are clean. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you know, I do all these other things." No, you don't. You don't. Ninety percent of the time, you put in work orders. It's safe to say, Mac gets heated on this topic. I get heated because because they, people think they actually produce things. Yeah, no. That's the problem. You don't produce anything. Just a you were just a number, a cog in the machine. Businesses produce things. This goes with the, we need to own the means of production. What do you mean you need to own the means of production? You don't fucking produce anything. Yeah. Well, you want to own it now too? It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. Very true. And again, I will, I will say this until the cows, I'm not trying to shit on anybody. I'm just trying to give you a different perspective of how to look at things. The same thing for teachers. Okay. If you teach from the beginning of your career to the end of your career, one grade, and you see different students every year, are you, are you actually a teacher? In my opinion, no. Oh, a teacher a teacher teaches from the moment you exit the womb until you are off to fucking university, yeah. start to finish. Mm-hmm. That's a parent. A parent created that child. They are that they are that person's teacher. Yeah. Until they're eighteen years of old age. If you are literally a licensed teacher, you can't call yourself a teacher if you only teach one or two grades of your entire career. You need to be teaching those kids from start to finish, from JK or whatever it is in the states, all the way up to fucking grade twelve or thirteen, yeah, whatever think, they have. I think it's the same. That okay? That's the thing. That's what a teacher is. You're there because you can literally shape that person. And I'm, again, I'm not shitting on, te- on, on teachers because I had some great teachers that shaped the way uh, how I look at life, okay? We work out with a fucking teacher every fucking day. Well, whenever I'm working days, okay? Yeah, yeah. And we talk about this shit, okay? He agrees with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, the point I'm trying to get is just like, you, everybody needs to understand there's a different way of looking at things. Stop looking at one side of the coin. Look at the, the two sides. Look for look at everything from yeah. both perspectives. Look at wealth from a billionaire perspective of what they do. Elon Musk put up money to create Tesla. 
And now look at us. We have really <laughs> shitty cars. Yeah, the fucking, risk to reward. Yeah. And anything. Okay. So, yes, he is a billionaire. Do pe- Should people actually have that amount of money? You could argue both sides of the coin. But again, like we said last week, if you buy a Tesla, the reasoning why Elon Musk is worth $300 billion, let's say it's all from Tesla, hypothetically speaking, all from Tesla. Literally, the reasoning why he's, he's worth that amount of money, if he only owns one company, it's worth $300 billion out of that one company, is because people buy the car. Yeah. And then the stock value goes up. And then because he owns 10 million shares because he's the one that fucking started the company. Because literally, you went for, you, you have a private company. This is how it works. You have a private company. When you incorporate it, you, you give yourself shares. You can give yourself one share that's mm-hmm. worth, let's say, the, the, let's say you put up $100,000. That share is worth $100,000. Or you can buy 20 septillion shares in that company. Worth ten uh, uh, fractions of a penny for a hundred thousand. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? And eventually, let's say you let's say for example, <clears throat> in our company, the investment company. Okay, we own let's say five fifty million shares apiece. Okay, and in ten years time, we have the companies amassed countless assets or whatever. And we're like, oh, you know what? Let's fucking go private with this bitch. Okay. The company, let's say the company is worth a hundred million dollars. Okay. And there are it's a very crude example. Let's say we offer twenty percent of the shares, class B shares, and we mm-hmm. we have all the class A shares or whatever. So the majority of the money, the majority of that value of that company. When it once it hits the stock market is ours. Yeah. Our shares are now worth, let's say, three hundred dollars a share. Okay. You times three hundred by 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 fifty million. That's how much equity I have. That's how much wealth I'm able to leverage now and be like, oh, I'm gonna take a fucking loan out. It's literally how te- how te- Tesla. What happened with Tesla? It was a private company. He gave himself a bunch of fucking shares. They went private. He bought. He he was able to. Keep those shares as, as it went private. Yeah. Okay. And then he was able to leverage those shares and buy more shares. Like literally, that's how it works. He's creating money out of thin air. The the one principle of 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 what money is is money has the capability of creating itself. You cannot create more time and you cannot create more energy. Like literal energy, like your own personal energy. You can't create more of it. Yeah. Okay. You can recoup it, but you can't recoup time. So you 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 can't time is we're always losing it and it's the most valuable energy you can recoup it to a certain point but it's also valuable and money is valuable yeah okay it's the least valuable of all out of all of them but the money has this funny thing where it, you can take one dollar and turn it into two and you can take two and, and turn so. it into four so on and so forth but you have to figure out a way to do it you can't just work all your life and do that. You have to figure out the system of how I take this $1 and turn it into two. And you're never going to do that by working. No. Okay. And you're never going to do that by, we need to unionize. You're never going to do that by doing that. Okay. You're never going to do that by sitting there and bitching and saying, oh, the union employees make more money than I do. I'm going to bitch on Twitter. 
you can't if you're a unionizer, you can't say, oh, the government needs to pay me more money. You're never going to be able to accomplish making that dollar into two if you keep on doing that. You need to learn the system and how this the system is never going to change. Okay, the only way the system changes is if you burn it to the ground, and it never will be burned to the ground because the people that run the system. Okay, and you can you're being conspiratorial. No, I'm not. Literally, there's companies that run the system. Okay, they have money that you can't even fucking imagine. Okay, because if you can create with fractional reserve banking, yeah, all that money. They can create trillions of dollars and use that to fucking screw you over nine times out of ten or ten times out of ten. And I think I'm done ranting for today. Again, I will reiterate this. I am not shitting on anybody. Okay? If you're a union employee, good for you. Don't work like a donkey. Do yourself a favor because it's not fucking worth it. Okay? But figure out how to make a dollar into two. Okay, because you cannot rely on a system that's going to fucking stick you in a box at the end of your life yeah. and, and bury you six feet in the ground. Because what are you going to leave for the future generations? The same fucking thing? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Again, I'm not trying to shit anybody on anybody. Okay? I'm not trying to shit on anybody, just my rant. <laughs> I'm just ranting. It's just like we need to look at things differently. That's all I'm trying to say. In a very convoluted, very fucking filibustery way of talking, but anywho, I think that's I'm, I think I'm done for this for this week. And my my throat is starting to hurt, and my nose is all stuffy now. <laughs> Not enough airflow in this room. That's it. But all uh, right. Thank you for listening to this episode, and we will catch you on the next one. Thank <laughs> you.